Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What are you doing? Getting a beer? No, I'm good, but thank you. <laughs> Maybe. I'm good, thanks. Maybe. Dennis, you're going to be uh, quick on the draw with the WTF special effect button. WTF. WTF. What the F. Excellent. So that's just a button you press and then it goes away. That's awesome. All right. Here we are, and it is another great edition of the Permanent Vacation Radio Show. This is the post Thanksgiving version. Can you feel the tryptophan kicking in? Dennis, how you feeling? Stuffed. It's kicking out for and me. sleepy. Sleepy and stuffed. All right. So we got uh, Kevin in the house. AK is here. AK, how are you? I'm great. I feel great. AK, based on uh, Mr. D's recommendation, is topless this week. That's fantastic. <laughs> Dennis and I are also topless. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> not a good idea. Woo! Right after Thanksgiving, too. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving out there in the world Ow, of uh, listening to us ramble on. And uh, hopefully you guys are uh, out there having your own great vacations, um, getting ready for or getting through, what was it, uh, Black Friday, Cyber Monday is coming up. Uh, I spent uh, Saturday doing, I think, Mauve Saturday, and then uh, what, what is it? Uh, What's off, Mauve Saturday? Off-White Sunday. Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, like, every day has got a color. This am mauve. I missing shopping? Yeah, I Wait, guess. Wait, am I missing shopping? I guess so. <laughs> So yeah, it is the welcome. It is the welcome. It is the permanent vacation radio show. Once again, former life is creeping in. I want to welcome all of you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening so much. And uh, we're gonna try and make this show a great one as usual. We got a lot of great topics to talk about. We got another great beer review coming up in a little bit. In fact, we're gonna be reviewing two beers this week. Whoa. We're gonna be reviewing trooper from uh, iron maiden guys robinson brewery yep. in uh, london england that's going to be fantastic and then we have another beer that we're going to be reviewing a little later in the show called suffer fest which is a beer that is brewed by an all ladies brewery out of san francisco all right ladies. so that's going to be awesome but uh first as usual we don't want to stray from, uh, you know, the things that really work. Uh, we were going to get into our favorite, favorite segment, which is... What, what the, the F? F? What, what the F? F? All right. So this week on What the F, AK, why don't you uh, lead us off? What are we talking about? Oh, well, we were going to touch base on the housing situation in the Squaw Valley slash basin. Well, in the, in the greater Tahoe Basin, the greater because Tahoe I think basin. everybody's dealing with this situation right now. This is true. Um, apparently, we have all read in the Truckee Weekly, Tahoe Truckee Weekly, or one of those. All those rags. Mm-hmm, all those different <laughs> tons of entertainment news we can get here in Tahoe, um, that... Someone wrote an article about the fact that they were trying to get a more affordable housing situation going in Squaw, and the plan was to have as many people packed into one house as they could get. Um, I heard it was $600 a person. Per person. How much was it again? I'm sorry, I missed that. $600 per person. Okay, sounds reasonable. Per room, but there are several rooms that are king-size beds with maybe their own amenities, such as a bathroom and mm-hmm. shower, and they had to pay $600 a person and share a king bed. Share. What? So, hang on a second. So this is, it's $600 per a person for 
one a room. portion of the bed. Yes, a portion of the bed, half a bed. And, and, the room. and you probably have to share it with someone that you're not that. You're right. not, you don't Gunter from Germany yeah. or something terrible. Yeah. <laughs> someone that, that, that you don't know. Not that Germans are terrible. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. So let me get this straight. Essentially what they're doing is they are attempting to find people who are willing to share a bed at $600 a pop. Plus utilities. Plus utilities. <laughs> okay. Well, that's different than what I said before, which was, that sounds like a fine deal. Kick them when they're down. Yeah. That's yeah. a little bit tough. So something that's been um, going on in the last few years up here in the Tahoe Basin regarding housing, especially short-term seasonal housing for seasonal employees is there are a ton of houses up here that go unoccupied for a good portion of the year oh, and well, um well well ten, 10 plus months both, there's both my neighbors on either side of me are, are empty yep, except for like thanksgiving christmas fourth of july. christmas fourth of july right stuff like that so yeah. the majority of the houses that are up here that are in that uh, situation are and second homes 20 percent of the time yeah they're second homes um and uh those folks are are typically up here uh, a very small portion of the year and um, other than the times that they're here, they go unoccupied. So people are not shopping at the local businesses. Um, taxes aren't being paid. Uh, people who own homes up here are not voting in local elections. And then above and beyond that, you have all of these uh, homes, for lack of a better way, taking up space where affordable housing could be located. Now, this is a resort community. And for those of you who listen to the show um, and are not familiar with where we're coming from, we do the show out of Lake Tahoe, California. And that's kind of why the name of, of the show is Permanent Vacation, because we do feel like we're uh, lucky living up here. <laughs> we don't want to misrepresent that. And we do feel like uh, because of where we live, we are on kind of a permanent vacation all the time. But there are some real world things that happen up here that are a little bit unique to the uh, the uh, area. Now, for those people who live down in the Bay Area, Tahoe bubble, they may deal with the same thing down in the Bay Area, where it's it's you know you have a a, a job that is modestly paying, uh, but you can't find a place to lay your head at night. And honestly, the, it, the rates are more expensive in the Bay. Uh huh. Blowing my mind. Thousand so, dollars for a room and a house. The other thing that, that that translates into is when people do come up here and want to spend their uh, vacation time up here, which we love. We love when people come up and visit us and and spend money up here and recreate. The problem is sometimes they may not get the best service that they are looking for because these resorts are so taxed. Um, that their 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 wait staff slept in their back seat of their car the night before, and they're they're not up for they're waiting. They're not working. They're not working today very well. That yeah. that could be true, and it could be even more uh, impactful than that. In other words, <clears throat> resorts may not be able to hire as many people as they need to provide the services they want to give because people a, cannot no, find a even, place to live. So the current people that have the current jobs work. are overworked. That's true. Right? Are there even enough people to fill these jobs at this point? And most likely it's well, going to be the people that are here year round that have those jobs year round. They're going to be overworked. Because yep. And I've, I've worked in the resort business cycle. for a long time in my life. And um, no, this is not the only thing that I do. I don't just talk on a microphone. I have worked at, <laughs> at, at resorts. And uh, yeah, I mean, over the last few years, we have really, really noticed that there has been a very str big strain on employers for trying to find quality applicants. And, and you know, the, the joke sometimes is the, the talent pool has become a muddy puddle. <laughs> and because we simply can't find somebody who 
who can afford to stay up here. And as a result, what you get is you get people who are commuting to work from a long distance. And when it comes to weather, car issues, mm -hmm. illnesses, uh, and then business levels, you have a tough time relying on these people because of that commute and, and having them being able to live close. A lot of them don't close. have vehicles. Well, yeah, and, and that's a tough thing too. Is that part of the... Uh, is that part of the the problem or the solution? Can, can you ask somebody, an applicant? Do you have do you have reliable transportation? Well, yes, your, you can. Does but the city or town that you're moving to provide enough transportation for you publicly? Right. That's another problem in Colorado. It seems like God, you can get anywhere you wanted to at any time. Yep. And here it's like they're like, now nah, you got this one bus comes on nine yeah. seventeen in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> you're like what? <laughs> so some of these resorts have resorted to some pretty drastic measures to try. The public, and the public trans transportation system has beefed it up in the last couple of years. I used to take it a long for nine years in a row, <clears throat> and it was hell. It was hell on earth. I'd have to leave four hours before mm -hmm. my due time in to work. But remember, you used to run into a Biff Byford from Saxon all the time. That's pretty cool. <laughs> That's right. That, that is pretty cool. That's way inside. They have the Night Rider now. Which the is Night Rider was now now Kit. Yeah, it goes. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I Kit. wish it was like, Michael. I wish it was. Michael. Yeah. Yeah, it goes to Truckee, and, and uh, it definitely runs all hours of the night. I, I believe it does sometimes into the, into the it does sometimes yes yep. so it's, it's a little better but like i said i haven't taken it in five but it years it has been rough and i can see why there's a lot of people hitching at night and you know not having a place to stay not only because there's not anywhere to live because people own homes and don't share their homes or rent out but also because airbnb lately has eaten up a lot of homes and a lot of locals do airbnb then <laughs> they don't, you know, yeah. they're like, I'm making so much more yeah. money. No, I have a good friend who moved up here from Southern California. Um, I used to work with him down in the ski industry down in SoCal. And it's funny, he lives two blocks away from here. We just happened to find out that he was he was living here. And one of his main sources of income, he's he's quote unquote retired. He's working in a, a ski shop now doing some boot fitting. And uh, one of his main sources of income is B Airbnb. Mm -hmm. And uh, I can't believe what he's been able to do with that him and his wife it's so much money it's yep. it's it really amazing is. it's a lot of work i'm sure you gotta it, flip the house and clean it and right. wear and tear is probably intense well monitoring all the spy cameras too is is right. a job unto itself <laughs> the shower cam is especially yeah. <laughs> interesting right um <laughs> worth the price of admission <laughs> and there is a shower cam the, oh okay well, the I... wood pile cam um so uh yeah and we're we're talking about how some of these resorts have have tried to to get around this and there's some they've taken some pretty drastic measures some have um gotten to the point where they have purchased their own properties and are now using those exclusively for their j1 or their overseas employees that come in seasonally to work and um, some resorts haven't been able to provide that benefit to their j1s and as a result that seasonal employee that's coming from southern hemisphere they're doing the endless winter they're coming from uh you know argentina uh they're coming from brazil um, in some america. cases uh yeah south america um uh, australia new zealand the kiwis are coming up and if they can't find a place to stay though they're going to renege on that contract they're going to say we're not going to come help you out this year and having those benefits of those employees coming from the southern hemisphere is critical to some of these operations these larger operations mm -hmm. because and, because they work for peanuts or no 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 it's because uh <clears throat> again 
the seasonal employee who can commit to a job in a foul weather area is hard to find. So this reinforces their talent pool, having these people come in. Plus, it's a benefit to them for the J1s that are coming in. It's work experience and it goes towards their college education. Mm. Um, so it's a good trade. So it's a program. It is a program. Got and it. there are stipulations that are involved with that. The person who's going to come up to work, they have to follow certain protocols. They have to, uh, you know, commit to working a certain amount of time. They're not making any less than any other employee, but these are people who are filling jobs seasonally that nobody else is either able to commit to or are interested in doing. Um, and, you know, some of these areas where these employees come from, they send up high quality employees, not all the time, but a lot of times mm -hmm. in my experience, these are very dedicated people who are very interested in working hard. They play hard, but they also work pretty hard. Mm -hmm. But if they don't have a place to lay their head at night, that's, that's a deal breaker. Yeah. They're not going to yeah. come. So for a lot of resorts, that's a pretty tough thing. Some resorts have also uh, relied on programs such as if you're a local uh, resident who lives here full time and you're able to rent out a room in your house to an employee of ours, we will give you a season pass mm -hmm. or we will give Ooh. your family a season pass. <sighs> that is happening. Okay, because <sighs> I just talked to a woman last night who actually did that. She took a bunch of J1s in to her house in Tahoma because she was like, I can't believe that they don't have anywhere to stay. And she was like, so she just brought them in and she's like, she loves it. Yep. Um, she's older, you know, mm -hmm. probably empty nesty kind of thing. But yeah, she just loves it. And she's like, I didn't ask them for money. They just would cook. And, you know, we all had fun. And the, the webcam business, I'm sure, is taking care of most of her expenses. <laughs> yeah, she's probably fine. But yeah, I mean, people got to like help these people out. I mean, you know, I've given rides to several J1 standing in the middle of the road at night in a precarious you know intersection and <laughs> like we'll get in the car yeah like, and that's always the, the classic story we were talking about uh <laughs> off off mic before we started the show it's the the cute brazilian girl you know standing <laughs> oh i'm gonna pick her up you pull over and then uh seven, 17 bros jump out of the bushes <laughs> <laughs> and they're like trying to jump into your into your yeah. uh yugo right Totally, because it's 1982. So we all funny. drive Utah. So funny. Hey, it's Tahoe. It's Tahoe. You, you guys are brats. Yeah. yeah. So now, where you guys are at, um, have you ever considered uh, having somebody come stay with you? Uh, have, bringing somebody in no. for the season? No. No. <laughs> Only because we rent, and you're not allowed to add people. Oh. You know. We right. uh, we own, but we have a tiny. Oh yeah, they tiny live in a fishbowl little place. Yep. So, well, really you have all those brutal man-eating, vicious dogs yeah. living with you. Oh, gosh, so mean. <laughs> and and a cat. Mm, you know, cat's probably the meanest one. <laughs> well, when it doesn't get its medicine. Yeah. <laughs> medicine. Medicine. All right. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's a, it, it is a tough gig up here right now. Um, all of these resorts are up and running. We've just gotten a ton of snow uh, over the last couple of weeks. We have more snow on the way. It's uh, shaping up to be a great beginning of the season. Like they say in the resort business, winter resort business, if you can be open by Thanksgiving, uh, you're in the money. You're the winner. Yeah. And uh, most of the resorts up here, at least some of the big ones have, have been able to pull that off. We have more snow on the way. And all those lines of people. Mm -mm 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 -mm. 
Uh-uh. No way, Chad. Looking for their beer in hand, Rolf. <laughs> beer in hand. Oh, yeah. Sorry, folks. Sorry, folks. Uh, Go well, to North Star. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's... Yeah. Yeesh. Uh, no more Mama Saki that over, is at, sad, uh, over you know? at Squaw. That was kind of a great incentive oh, after totally. a ski day. You'd be like, let's go to Mama Saki. Yeah. What's, so what's the update on that, uh, on Mama Saki? I hate to digress out of the uh, topic we started off with, um, but... I have nothing. That is another WTF. Mamasaki, one of the uh, founding uh, um, restaurants in the village portion, the original that village portion. That lasted that long. Yeah, it did. 15 and, years. You know, the uh, the gal who <clears throat> ran that place, Elsa, a fantastic uh, business operator, um, did everything that she could do to adapt to that funky, funky clientele over mm-hmm. at Squaw Valley and had a lot of success over there. But apparently, um, you know, time the Avenger caught up and uh, Mamasaki is no more. Does anybody know what's going in there? Is it going to be another sushi restaurant? Is Elsa it... on this on the podcast and have her talk to us about it. We I do. Have, I have no idea what's going in there. She probably we has do. some cool Maybe a Chick-fil-A. <laughs> I'm going over to Elsa's house for a Christmas tree hunting party mm. nice. in a few days. So nice. I will uh, really? I will hit her up on that idea. Maybe we can have <laughs> her come in and be a, a guest fourth mic on the show. Or if uh, it could be a source subject. A- AK decides to right. wing off to uh, destinations unknown, <laughs> we can have her come in and sit as a no, third mic. You lucked out. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> no more haircuts, huh? Yeah. Well, cool. Um, so, yeah, uh, I don't know what the solution is as far as housing in the in the area when it comes to these seasonal employees. I think some of these uh, I mean, I businesses, guess the solution instead of be, building 700 houses yeah. up, up on Marta's camp, once you build three, yeah. three towers, three like, like, just build like, some like, housing. Yeah, like Let's high do rises. It. Yeah. Just build some housing that goes up. Well, yeah. I think we've seen where some of the powers that be are they don't give a shit well about that. Uh, they, I, can, they can make they can make three towers look really super modern and but here's cool the thing i think well, where, and also i maybe think fit into the background yeah. of the mountain but you, we have to think you know the proof is always getting in the pudding and we've seen where the pudding has come out in the last few days and weeks uh plaster <laughs> county commissioners have uh, approved Squaw Valley's plans to go forward with their huge mm. development project. Big community approval on that one. So, Big community you know, approval. What is going to make money? Is it going to be three towers full of low-income housing, or is it going to be 400 homes paying huge exorbitant mm-hmm. uh, property taxes? Mm-hmm. Um, and know, maybe let's throw in a water park. The almighty dollar. So, I mean, it's not necessarily a squaw thing that I'm talking about, but it's it's if you're looking at the local community and you're seeing where the approvals are coming from and and what where the approvals are being given to, um, it kind of can give you a good roadmap as to what could happen, what could not happen, and what may not happen. Uh, the, the thing that bums me out about it is, you know, that's happening at home now. Don't, don't you're gonna edit have, this. You're going to have uh, <laughs> permanent vacation <laughs> radio <laughs> listeners stalking you now. All those 14 people. No, okay. <laughs> anyway, end edit. Um, we're at, well, in Homewood, they are having... AK's some- got to live around here somewhere. <laughs> damn it. Keep driving. <laughs> yeah. I know. I can hear her damn voice. Um, so in Homewood, they're doing the same thing. You know, they're proposing this huge stupid you know um just building all these i think they wanted to put like a windham or a ritz or something really big there and i'm like why in the world would anyone want to go to homewood and ski as a at a destination resort who knows how to ski that has the money to pay for like a ritz carlton room and then go to the spa and and ruin this whole little treasure that you have there 
why don't they make everything so it fits logically into the schematics of the of the area? Like, I mean, I'm all about um, a pr improving Homewood, but maybe do it so it's like, you know, little cabins that are nice and well maintained and you know functional. Not so corporate, right? You don't have mm -hmm. to have a. A water park or a swimming pool, but maybe an ice skating rink. And then in the summer, it could be a pool or some tennis courts or something like that fits. Like, don't put in, you know, the Tuscany Spa Atlantis in the middle of Homewood. <laughs> like, it's just so bizarre how their minds just capture some sort of imaginative bubble of putting all this money in. But AK, shoot, shoot what you're thing, suggesting is you're suggesting that I would have to either drive all the way to Sacramento or potentially Reno <laughs> to enjoy any kind of indoor skydiving activities. <laughs> I know. Oh huh. my God. That's so weird. But yeah, you know, come on. That's we, outrageous. Why, why isn't Squaw more, in, I mean, I'm sorry to name names here, but why is Squaw less interested in having like a bike, a bike park or like a, you know, one of those bike shoots where you take the bike up in the Funatel and come back down during the summer and maybe have like a skate park instead of like, I mean, what? Nobody's, there's not park. enough water in Squaw Valley to have a water park. I mean, come on. How much chlorine can you put in that stuff before we all yeah. well, our faces off? All good points. But you know, the, here's the thing. If they don't solve the housing problem, there is no not going to be anybody to work at said indoor skydiving facility or et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I think the the main thing is let's let's not put the cart before the horse. Let's not uh, um, let's not try and figure out uh, what we can build and potentially make a profit off of if we haven't solved the basic issue of <laughs> works who here. the f is going to work there. Right, that's true. Right, right. Well, and then, and they could add these. They could add employee housing onto any of these proposals easily. You would think if they cared. Yeah. If they knew, maybe they don't know. You know, maybe somebody needs to sit down with this <laughs> faceless entity well, that owns all this and, shit. And here's He's the like, other Dude. thing, too. It, you know, obviously, a lot of people have some pretty strong feelings about these development projects, but nobody shows up to the meeting to to uh, voice their opinions. Mm. And, and the they reason also don't why, publish the meetings very well. Well, and the reason why, is, I think, is because a lot of these folks who own homes in the area who may have a strong opinion, they're not here. <laughs> they're not yeah. they're, here. Their kids aren't in the schools. Mm-hmm. They uh, are not paying taxes or are not uh, they're not um, uh, helping the businesses that are local businesses because they're not up here they're enough not shopping. They're in not them. local people. Who and live they're here. not voting in these local elections because they're not. That's their they second don't live home. Here. They don't live here. So, so why are they the ones who get to command all of the changes? They don't get they don't okay. they, they don't. But the problem is, is they're not here voicing any concern about anything either. So as a result, Plaster County is looking at this. Okay, we got this handful of people in purple shirts who are saying they don't want this, they don't want this, they don't want this. But that is not enough to counteract the almighty dollar and right. the profits mm -hmm. that we could make off of this. Now, right. let's say let's say we had thousands of people showing up in whatever colored shirts. Um, they all are property owners here, and they've all taken their time out to come up here um, because it's important to them that that just simply did not happen no but you know what my neighbor who comes up she ran for commissioner of you know the water commissioner or yep. something in in our county that we live in um so obviously they can do these things they can <laughs> they oh they can but i think some of them do because they do want 
their property values to go up if there's an amusement park in their neighborhood or, mm -hmm. you know, and I think a lot of times maybe they do do actually. Do do. Yep. All right. So that's going to do it for another edition of What, what the, the F. F. What the F. What the F. All right. So uh, let's keep things going here on the uh, Permanent Vacation Radio program. Um, what do we got here? We got to work. We're going to talk about the resorts are open. We've gotten snow. So for those of you who are living under a rock and you're living, uh, I don't know, in Nebraska somewhere and you're thinking about doing uh, uh, some sort of misty flip or some sort of bonking uh, uh, and jibbing in the uh, local <laughs> parks. Know that we have gotten a ton of snow over uh, the last couple weeks here. Um, we just got a, a big storm right before Thanksgiving and uh, couldn't have been better timing. Everything is open. Well, not everything. Almost. But most of the big resorts are open. They've got terrain for your uh, skiing and snowboarding pleasure. I think they said 16, 17 inches at Boreal. Yep. Well, no, I think I think they've gotten four feet in the last week. Oh, wow. Great. Yes. Great. Just great, last great, night great. was 16 then. Yeah, I'll nice. tell you. It uh, was dumping. <clears throat> yeah, I spent a good portion of yesterday getting the deck cleared off and um, getting the railing cleared off up here. And I woke up this morning and it was like I had done nothing. Yeah, <laughs> I felt the same. I cleaned off my car at 2 a.m. Yeah. And I woke up this morning and I was like, I never did it. Yeah. So that's a lot of snow. 2 a.m. Um, yeah, we went out cross-country skiing at 1 o'clock oh, in the morning. Right. Yeah. That's That's awesome. So we're going to talk about what experience you guys have had out on the hill so far uh, this year. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we this this show comes to you from Tahoe Donner from my house. Um, it's a big place. There's a ton of streets that are all named the same. You are never going to find me unless we personally invite you over here to the uh, permanent vacation hovel uh, to uh, be a part of the uh, peanut gallery, which is actually something we're thinking about doing. Right. We're going to have some people come over and watch us do the show. It's going to happen. Join yeah. us with some beers and some snacks. But uh, uh, anyway, um, uh, yeah, we get a ton more snow up here in Tahoe Donner than uh, anywhere else, even down in, in Truckee. And um, it, it's been fantastic. I was able to get up and get out on the uh, backcountry equipment and skinned up Castle Peak, which is right off Highway 80 across from uh, Soda Springs Boreal exit there. And uh, took the dog out, took the wife out. We had a great morning on Thanksgiving morning. And what, what a great way to burn some calories before going out and pigging out. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Big important this step in Tahoe is to yeah. turn off and then pig out. Just got some great powder turns in that morning. Uh, Rocky <clears throat> the dog got his fill. He was swimming through the snow. Um, a couple times he had gotten so much snow in his mouth that he was doing the, uh, the snow cough, which is awesome. Um, and then we went to uh, Thanksgiving night at our friend's house. 13 people, 10 dogs. <laughs> Rocky was the tired of all, tiredest of all the dogs because he was the only one who went backcountry skiing that day and just got mauled by all the other dogs and uh, ended up coming home. Gave me the look one night of like, uh, you are a dick. You are the biggest dick. Why did you put me through that? I mean, this morning was fun, but this afternoon, unless I'm getting treats and something to stick in my maw, um, getting just getting mauled to death by giant or dogs that have more energy than me was not a good idea. And none of them had a big walk. No. And the next morning, Rocky was out for the count. He was done. He was done. It's awesome, though, when you can run your dog so much that he's like, I'm just going to sleep all day if that's cool with you. And no, like, oh, I love it. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like he that was, was a great thing about sleeping in today. We had taken the dogs out until like two in the morning. So I'm like, you guys are set. 
<laughs> you know, like yeah. sleeping in. Well, and then um, and then uh, today I woke up this morning with all this brand new snow, and it was just kind of like, okay, had a couple beers last night, feel a little foggy. That is absolutely nothing that is going to stand in my way, and it was just like record-setting pace. First day of the season for resort inbound skiing. Uh, made it out to North Star today and uh, got some powder turns in uh, before the hordes of masses of unwashed showed when did they up. Get a, when did they get there? They got there right around 10, 1030. So it's Ish. it's getaway day, Sunday hours. on Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah. So the, today was the day that was either it was, it was either a slow start for everybody mm-hmm. or it was like, hey, fuck it. I'm I'm getting on the, the highway and getting out of here. Yeah. Uh, which I hear uh, Highway 80 westbound was just a disaster yeah. this afternoon. But uh, so far, so good. We're gonna we got more snow on the way. We're supposed to get about thirty inches in the next couple days. This is fantastic. This is fantastic. Now, AK, you said you were out moonlight skiing. Mm-hmm. Tell us about <laughs> no that. That moon, sounds fantastic. Not any moonlight though. By no the way. moonlight. It was dumping so hard. We went to a friend's fortieth birthday party last night and um, went back home. Got home and. You know, the dogs needed to go out. And the best thing about having dogs is in Tahoe is you can cross-country ski them. And it runs them, and they love it. And so we went up and around and down and, you know, hit some rocks for sure. Fell Sick. a couple times. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was awesome, and it was beautiful. You could get lost incredibly easily. Like the, uh, you know, uh, looking out and thinking you're you know where you're at and you're on this one trail that you know and then realizing you're not on that trail at all <laughs> is interesting yeah because you can't see i mean well, obviously especially dark. At night, yeah. yeah anyway i had a headlamp but you know still still wow. it doesn't matter disorientation is mega and yeah but it was impressive we had enjoyed ourselves a lot um my boyfriend actually just went out again the second time did a couple more laps huh, nice i know he's a at night again yeah like so until four a, in the morning he, so this is a new thing like, are you guys, uh, are you guys kind of basically headlining or not headlining, but uh, <laughs> uh, starting this new trend of, of cross-country night skiing ski. at night? Night cross-country skiing. That sounds kind of cool. <laughs> it's actually really fun. <laughs> Especially you know, on a cold, crisp night where the moon is it's out. It's dumping. Yeah. yeah. And that's the best time. Oh, right? yeah. You know, some of the first night skiing I ever did was actually in Colorado. Um on Loveland Pass. I'm coming over and doing that. Where do you live again? What's the exact address? <laughs> you want the exact address? Well, I'll give you my social security number. Hang on a second. Let's, let's let everybody get a chance to find a pencil and paper. Yeah. So AK's address. <laughs> <laughs> my first and only time I ever night skied was uh, Mount Rose with a full moon. That's so amazing. Awesome. It's kind of scary, but it's so great. Yeah. Now, now, Dennis, uh, how many uh, days have you gotten in yet? Zero. Zero? What have you been doing? Playing with your Star Wars figurines? <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know, if you keep them in the box, they're, they're more valuable. <laughs> that... I, I didn't see you playing with your dolls again, sir. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've just, uh, just been doing things around the house and other other chores other ventures and, and well you life. have about a thousand other things well you going get up on. at five and take your dogs to the lake every I, day. I do <laughs> i'm always like wow look at that five guy o'clock. Go, man yeah yeah that's some early early stuff yeah yeah so um yeah so if you're listening to the show and you're living in nebraska uh, and you want to come up and do some jibbing and bonking <laughs> definitely bonk. know this it is uh, it is go time it's because great. all the resorts are opening they don't have any employees but uh yeah the resorts <laughs> are open they're accepting dollars the chairlifts are running 
And, uh, you know, there's nothing greater than a, a nice morning when you wake up in your condo or in your, your, your Airbnb. Airbnb. And you look out the window and there's 16 inches of fresh powder out there. And, and it's a bunch light of J1s hell. just freezing to death who had to sleep all, outside. All trying to get that uh, <laughs> shotgun seat. Shotgun seat. Uh, yeah, so come on up. Um, Tahoe is waiting for you. It's a great time up here right now. And uh, it, it, it looks like it's going to be a great season because it's off to a great start. And I heard that October was actually the most water precipitation that we were going to get for the whole year. What? October. Who said that? Some squirrel? The weekly, Tahoe weekly. Those guys suck. <laughs> I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I would I would be stunned to see the rest of They the... obviously weren't paying attention to the meat bees. <laughs> like, All right. Didn't we predict uh, uh, that? <laughs> Wait, I got 13 sting wounds in my head. So that means 13 feet of snow before the December 1st. Bitches. Sick dog. All right. We're going to uh, take a quick break here. Uh, well, just on our side of things, not on yours, not on the listener side of things. And we're going to roll into another great beer review beer on review. the Permanent Vacation Radio mm, Program. The passport! It was the greatest beer in all the world! I'm drunk. You're drunk. Everybody's drunk! I remember my first beer. All right, and uh, we are back with another great... It seems like this is everybody's favorite segment, the beer review. Beer review. It is the uh, permanent vacation beer review. And this week we are uh, sampling two fantastic beers. But before we get into that, we're talking about we're bouncing around an idea and uh, we want some feedback on the Facebook page there. Are people allowed to give feedback? Okay, they can give feedback on Facebook, not podcast though, right? Sure they can. Podbean? No, uh, Podbean. You can comment on yeah. Podbean. You can okay. comment on the I've web. Never seen it. You can. <laughs> hey, get out there and comment. How good are we? How bad? <laughs> be honest. Yeah, let's be honest. <laughs> Instagram. So I figured you weren't able to comment on the Podbean <laughs> app because I have never seen any. So yes, if you'd like to comment on Podbean, even if it is, hey, I'm commenting on Podbean. Period. Yes. Um, please put a comment Do on it. Podbean. But uh, yeah, speaking of comments, we want your feedback on this. We're thinking about doing a big winter beer tasting show where all we do is uh, a big beer review. We review maybe <laughs> maybe uh, five or six beers. Uh, maybe, housed. Maybe even more. And, um, six. Yeah. I'm thinking about that. And, uh, and then we, uh, what we do is we, uh, we make those beers available and we let you know what those beers are going to be ahead of time so that you can go to your local <laughs> beer constabulatory. And if you're up here in the Tahoe area, you can go to one of our favorite beer, uh, joints and maybe pick up a tasting pack that's already put together for you with those beers so that when you download the show, you can join in the tasting right along with us and, um, you're drinking as we're doing like it we're right BFFs. here on the show. We're all BFFs. <laughs> so uh, yeah, uh, log on to that <clears throat> Facebook page, which is the Permanent Vacation Show, and uh, let us know what you think. You can always leave your feedback also at the Permanent Vacation Radio uh, site or permanentvacationradio.com. And uh, let us know what you think. We'd love to do that. And if you got a little bit of a break on the beer price from the uh, local store, that would not be a bad thing either. We're working on, uh, we're hammering uh, Mr. D here to try and uh, make that happen. We want everyone to get cheaper beer. (laughs) Cheaper beer, cheaper and better beer. That will happen. That's right. All right. So we're going to get into the, uh, the first review of the evening. And this is coming to us from Robinson Brewery out of Great Britain. And this is, uh, well... 
I'll tell you, as far as if you're a, a, a beer drinker that that buys beer by what the label looks like, this is one that if you see in your local shop, it's pretty tough to pass up. This is the Trooper by Robinson Brewery and the Iron Maiden guy. Yeah, super awesome. So it's got that great Eddie logo on the front from all the uh, Iron Maiden albums. It's the uh, Trooper um, single cover. Uh, which is him with the kind of the bald head there, uh, holding up the uh, yeah. the Union Jack in the middle of a battlefield. Field. It's a great, Eddie. great logo, and we're gonna find out if it's a great, great beer. So what we're gonna first do is we're gonna read a little bit of the the background on this beer. Once again, this is from Robinson's Family Brewers out of England or the United Kingdom. You can find them at robinsonsbrewery.com. And this is an ESB. And if you guys don't know what an ESB is, an ESB is a extra special strong bitter. Um, This is coming in at a uh, kind of a mellow ABV at 4.7 ABV. And this is available year round. And that's because uh, that's because those folks out there drink all day long. They, they really, really do. If you've ever been to a, a pub in um, England <laughs> or Ireland, you know there's some great beers, some iconic beers that are coming out of the Boddingtons, um, mm. Guinness, Guinness. Uh, Smittics. Uh, what are some of the other big ones? Bass Ale. All those great, great English and Irish beers. Um, they are very, very flavorful, but they are typically not super high in alcohol. Um, ah. So, well, you got to drink all day. No, it's true. So <laughs> let's get a little bit of a, uh, some propaganda from the Robinson Family Brewers. Uh, Trooper takes its name from the Iron Maiden song, which, which inspired by the famous Charge of the Light Brigade. Uh, being a real ale enthusiast, vocalist Bruce Dickinson has developed a beer which has true depth of character. Trooper is a premium British beer inspired by Iron Maiden and handcrafted at Robinson's Brewery. Malt flavors and citric notes from a unique blend of Bobeck, Goldings, and Cascade hops dominate this deep golden ale with a subtle hint of lemon. Oh. Yes. So let's uh, take a quick sip of this and uh, see what we think. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Salute. Mm, I can really taste the Bobeck. I'm <laughs> just kidding. I can't. <laughs> yep. So when it comes to going into a pub anywhere, this is a slam dunk. This is a great offering from these guys. I've always loved this beer, not just because I'm a big Iron Maiden fan. But um, it's a very tasty beer. And these guys definitely put a lot of thought and a lot of care uh, into the crafting of this beer. Um, I know, uh, AK, you have recently been wooed by that IPA bug. (laughs) You found some great IPAs out there. We all met at a a beer drinking uh, event. What do you you think of this style of beer? Well, it's smooth. It's creamy-ish. It is creamy. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, kind of almost tastes like a. Like it reminds me of being hungover in college. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because of the Iron Maiden blasting in your know. ears, or uh... <laughs> the scent that I'm getting through my olfactory Ooh. when I drink it. Hang on a second, I got a <laughs> nice. Urban Dictionary. I got to look yeah. that up. Olfactory. Ooh, Definitely use the urban one. That's not what I thought it meant. <laughs> Um, but actually, I like it. Look up Cosby sweater, I by the way. I wish I had fish and chips. <laughs> yeah, Ooh. right. Ooh. Excellent. Also, I'm hungry. Oh, yeah. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. Party on, Wayne. Party on, Garth. Um, <laughs> Maybe some eel pie. Whoa. Ew. Whoa. No, no, no. Ew. Ew. No. Ew. 
Good beer, not good food. Um, so yeah, I love this beer. I love this beer. And if I'm going to go in a place like that and uh, you know have some fish and chips or some shepherd's pie or bangers, mash, bangers, bangers and mash, and mash uh, you know I'm looking for trooper. I'm looking for a, a trooper beer. And if they don't have it, um, I'm leaving. No, actually, I'm just going to order something else. But because uh, <laughs> that's that's how I roll. And at four point five, you can have a several of these a day. I guess absolutely, absolutely several of these in a ten. Your 10 minute span these are actually making you less drunk <laughs> you're you're saving more than you're spending i mean you drink a 9.0 and then you drink this you're like not even getting drunk Mm-mm. no but that's that's a fantastic beer um it's good and uh, there's a lot of great esbs out there do you guys sell much of this kind of stuff over at uh, tahoe central market mr d that's actually our only import out of 270 wow, wow. yeah out of 270 plus wow, beers they're, they're making we're making so much inside our borders that um i didn't even bother going out that's awesome the one reason i carry this uh novelty iron maiden, maiden. <laughs> yeah but i mean does it sell yeah I mean, that's the does. bottom line you can't yeah. keep something on the shelves and just no, sitting no, no. there getting gay no, no, no. dust I mean, uh, so they they come in four packs, and they used to come in single bottles, um, sixteen ounce bottles. And uh, I noticed that when they were single bottles, which they don't make for some reason anymore, uh, said consumer would 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 always buy two because they they wanted one, and their cousin Eddie or their cousin <laughs> Joey, was right, the biggest Iron Maiden fan right. I know. You gotta, gotta My boss away. is yeah, the biggest Iron Maiden. Sure, so for so sure. cousin Joe would get one, and the consumer would always get one. So. I would always sell two, so I had a had a row of doubles, and then they stopped doing that. I have a row of single four packs, and it still sells like that. Yeah, that's awesome. 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 So, uh, congrats, uh, Bruce Dickinson and the boys in Iron Maiden for coming up with another great beer. Um, and uh, I, from what I understand, they have a second offering, don't they? Don't they uh, have something else that's out there? From... I want to say it's Trooper Black or something. Yeah. It's like a darker version of yeah. the Trooper. Yeah. 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 See what you can do there, bro. I will. Okay. All right. So let's give that. Yeah. Let's go around the table. Obviously, this is not our normal wheelhouse craft beer that we're tasting here. This is something from England. But I got to tell you, it's it's got so much flavor to it that I'm going to give this for an ESB, something that I would uh, like AK was saying a little bit of plate of uh, um, you know uh, fish, fish and, and chips. chips. Mm. This goes right along with it. This is a strong four to me. This yeah. is a four. I was gonna say That's four. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Oh, four. Gonna, we were all saying four. Four all the way around. Yay. Out of five, by four, the way. Four, four. Out of five. Outstanding. Not outstanding. Out of that is four right. devil horns out of five. Nice. It's pretty good. Awesome, awesome. All right, so our next offering. Oh, yeah, by the way, if you have uh, any uh, ability to find Trooper, go look it up in your local beer joint and uh, see if you can find that if you're up here in the Tahoe Basin. You can definitely find that at Tahoe Central Market out in Kings Beach. And I think occasionally you might be able to find that over at Xander's um, Spirits in Truckee, uh, one of my new favorite places as well. And remember, we just got out of... Um, we just came off of uh, Small Business Saturday. I called it Mauv Saturday, but it's Small Business Saturday. And uh, just because it's not Small Business Saturday anymore doesn't mean you have to stop supporting small businesses. Get out there. That's the way the world goes around. Uh, a lot of people do confuse the word uh, corporate with successful. Well, a huh. business becomes successful by you um, going to it and spending your dollars repeatedly there. again and again. Absolutely. And then they then they refine their, their business practices. Next thing you know, they become the next Starbucks, the next thing. Corporate does not mean 
something bad always. It simply means they're doing something better than a lot of other people who are trying to. And one of those things is repetitive customers. Get in there, spend money, let them figure out their business and let them be successful. All right? Word. All right. So we're going to get into another beer right now, which is a really cool idea all the way around. Mm -hmm. And um, this beer is... uh, Sufferfest Beer Company. Sufferfest. Now, what is the name of that beer, actually? Uh, from what I understand, Sufferfest Epic. is Epic. the... Pilsner. Okay, Sufferfest is the, the name of the company? 5.1 alcohol. Yeah, it's a Pilsner. Epic Pilsner. It's crafted to remove gluten. Okay, so let's give you some background about Sufferfest Beer Company. Um, these are uh, a group of girls who are athletes who are also gluten free or, or, or have some gluten issues and they set out to make some great fine tasting beers. Uh, they, they are from the Bay Area, San Jose, San Francisco area. And they've been doing this since 2015. Been doing it since 2015 and um, what, a, what a great story. So basically their word is um, to us, beer represents so much more than a cold beverage. It's a reminder to fight for what you want. Uh, our beers are earned medals for a job well done. Whether you crushed it on the trails, had a big win at the office, flexed your weekend warrior or shredded the gnar, <laughs> you deserve this beer from us to you. Go hard, have fun and enjoy the suffer fest. So this is uh, all about um, gluten free, which yeah. is is a very Healthy. popular it's a it's a popular request when it comes to beers. Uh, I know a few friends. Uh, a friend of mine, Connie, is uh, dealing with some gluten issues. She is a, f- a huge beer fan, but for her, she's tired of the same offerings that she finds everywhere. Um, you know, Omission Beer makes great beers, but it seems like sometimes that's the only, only offering. Option. And you know, sometimes a um, a Stella or a um, <clears throat> What's the other one? A cider is simply not going to do it for you. You want something with a flavor. You want something with craft, uh, some craft pedigree, and uh, you want it to be gluten-free. New Belgium has one coming. Or it's out called uh, Gluteny. Yep. That's, <laughs> seeing that one? That's pretty hot right this now. This one says yep. hashtag well sweat for beer. But this here, here's an entire company devoted to that concept and uh, <clears throat> also, uh, uh, you know, girl power. So, uh, all good on those girls. So this one is called. You said Epic. Epic. We're gonna we're gonna find out what Epic is all about. Our Epic Pilsner is big, bright, and especially satisfying on a hot day or after a good sweat, with farmhouse style notes, a touch of caramel, and a hint of spice. The Epic's Zaz hops brings. A zesty start followed by a rich grain flavor to finish like a winner. ABV on this one is 5.1. IBUs is 30, so pretty mellow. This is pretty uh, par for the course for a Pilsner. Um, Is that an athletic daytime drinking beer? Absolutely. And if you are interested in the gluten dynamics on this, which is the first time I've uh, actually had a chance to read this from um, the background or the pedigree of a beer, gluten is less than 10 parts per million in this beer. So if you are really dealing with some gluten issues, uh, hopefully that information makes sense to you, but this is less than 10 (laughs) parts per million. I don't know what that means, but hopefully that means it is minute amounts. Good to go. Because it does say it does still contain a small amount. They're not allowed to say gluten-free, I don't think. Yeah, yeah. I get it. They have to reword their stuff crafted to reduce gluten as there is a new thing out there. Excellent, excellent. Crafted to reduce. So let's uh, take a little whiff of the nose here and swirl that around. 
Mm, oh. It is bright. It does have like a floral hint. Definitely not winter beer. Is it jasmine? No, but you know what? I'll tell you what. Um, the one thing that this reminds me of a little bit is like a Stella. Yep. Really like But there's something about a Stella that uh, is off-putting to me. This does not, whatever that is, this does not have that. And um, bitter reaction, maybe. It, this is a this is a great beer because it's this is brewed. In I can't a believe small really, batches. I can't believe you left this a week ago at my house <laughs> and I haven't touched it. It's actually like very floral. To yeah, me. this was uh, I call this like a burger beer. It's good with a heck yeah pizza. Wash it down. Can you imagine a getting a you know if you find a place that's got good cold beer on tap and you order a pitcher of this? Mm. This is going downtown. Mm-hmm. Uh, downtown Julie Brown, wubba, 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 um, <laughs> with that pizza, <laughs> wubba, wubba, come on, I remember, MTV, I remember, downtown Julie Brown, come on, not there, wubba, two, wubba, there wubba. were two Julie Browns, the black one that did that, and then the red-headed well, one, then the goofy red. one. Yeah, there was two. I, I, yeah. there's only one downtown Julie there's Brown only one in my downtown. heart. No, you're right. <laughs> that is wubba, wubba, wubba. So, um, uh, yeah, I would be definitely all over this. That, I mean, day on the slopes, get off the slopes, day mountain biking, get Ooh. off mountain biking. This is going downtown. I love it. I really and, do. And, uh, yeah, I would gas through some of those beers. Yum. Is that a thing? Nice gas, work, ladies. Gassing through? Oh, like mm-hmm. fast, going fast. I said, nice I work, it. ladies. No, yeah. excellent work, ladies, and uh, I got to tell you, I got to reach out to those girls and uh, let them know that they uh, appeared on this powerhouse of a radio broadcast, and uh, <laughs> I'm sure that they will probably retire after hearing that. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a great beer. So uh, now, how did you come up with that one, uh, Mr. D? You found this over at Tile Central Market. Where, who's I your supplier? How did you find in, that? I came in on my day off, after my day off, and there was two samples sitting on the counter for me with uh, some info. And uh, she was, she called me the very next day and said, have you tried those yet? And I said, I haven't. Yep. <laughs> and I'll let you know what I do. And uh, I can let her know today, tomorrow. Excellent. Awesome. Um, so when you when you are a just a little bit of background for uh, the rubes like me and maybe some folks that are listening uh, on the interwebs. Um, do you get pricing information as well? Like what can somebody expect to pay for a uh, one of those silo style cans? Because this did come in, what was that, 18 ounce? Yeah. Um, you know, I don't want to misprice, but I, I don't have it in front of me. Nope. Uh, for it, I think it comes in a four pack of Tall Boys, yep. which is an, essentially a six pack. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to guess... 11 to 13. Okay, which is right there, you know, you know, middle of the road, <clears throat> right. maybe a little higher in, but you know, small companies gluten that are free. making great beers that are that are in a niche category like the gluten-free thing. Mm-hmm. Um that's fantastic. I'm putting these on uh the permanent vacation. Yeah, Instagram. Instagram right now, Woo-hoo! by the way. Yeah, so if you guys want to see the labels here, uh we got the uh, Iron Maiden beer, um uh, the Trooper, and then we've got uh Sufferfest Epic pilsner that's going to be going up on the instagram instagram so check that out and the instagram again is permanent underscore vacation underscore radio uh find that follow it and uh you'll get all these beer and i will tag sufferfest and uh trooper here so they'll know we're, we're out there talking about them 
Yeah, that is really, really good stuff. So uh, once again, Permanent Vacation Radio doing the uh, the old beer review here. If you have a chance to pick up either one of these beers, we think you're going to enjoy them. It's Please really, go on really permanentvacationradio.com or on the Facebook page at Permanent Vacation Show and let us know what you think if you're able to find these beers in your local shop. Let us know what you think of them and uh, tell us if we're full of shit or tell, if you, tell us if you think that uh, we're, we're, we're riding on the money. Right, because we probably are full of shit. Well, no, I, I, I think we, we gave great <laughs> reviews to both these beers. I think both these be- beers are great. What did you give it? 4.5? Oh, yeah, we didn't do the uh, Devil Horns. What do you, what'd you guys think of Sufferfest? I think 4.5. 4 or 5. It's almost perfect. Yeah, it's almost, yep. yep. And so, it's gluten-free, so I mean, gosh, think how skinny you're going to be when you drink it. <laughs> After that big bourbon, bur- burger. After that big bread bowl chili. To me, I'm, you know, I'm in the same boat. I'm on the opposite end, though. I'm always looking for uh, certain beers that are very, very hard to find. If you're looking for gluten-free, here's one offering. I know you're, you're having great. some struggles with that. I'm always looking for the gluten-enriched beers, um, and those More are also gluten. very hard to find. It's almost like a bread, just exactly. bread beer. Yeah, like you're just slicing the beer. Uh, super delicious. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm going to give that one also... A 4.5. All right. Nice. All right. You're out of here, Iron Maiden. Suffrage <laughs> killed you. <laughs> Sufferfest. Sufferfest. It's, it's all about the chicks. It's, it's not a happy name. I'm going to say that out loud. Sufferfest? Sufferfest? Doesn't that sound like... But you know what? Actually, when you do look at the side of it, it says, hashtag will sweat for beer at Sufferfest beer. So, I mean, they well, are working out hardcore, good-looking girls with tight booties. My original thought was Drinking it might, because it was all girls, my original thought was maybe the name came from suffrage. Uh, the suffrage thing. Right. But, uh, but I it's, think it's, it might be just really it sounds strong like, working out. No, chicks, I think man. a Sufferfest is essentially, I just went out there, I suffered, and now I'm celebrating and what I did. And I'm going to have this gluten-free beer. Absolutely. And it's not in Michelob Ultra. Great idea. Great name. <laughs> they need to, uh, I don't know who's doing their canning, but they need to uh, hook up with the gals that are doing the uh, the, the canning truck. The can van. And well, hey, that's actually, two girls. this is kind of yeah. nice, the sticker. Right. I'd go to that party. Right. <laughs> girls making beers, girls canning the beers. That mm-hmm. sounds perfect. Girls cans? Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, check those out. Enjoy. Wubba wubba. <laughs> Goodbye, was, God bless. That was the best line ever. Wubba, wubba, wubba. <laughs> but only wubba. people that were in our age group are ever going to understand that. Like, I'm sure no millennials listen to the show. Well, I'd say maybe five of the seven might know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. Um, <laughs> all right. So uh, we're going to transition into something that uh, might be a little uncomfortable. We've d- been discussing here on the uh, Permanent Vacation <laughs> no, Radio program. If uh, over the last couple of weeks we've been a little bit too political, we've been talking about the election results and, and we uh, hate the that fallout. We, did that. we hate Stuff it. that we did that. Stuff it. But it yep. was on everyone's minds and we yep. are everyone. And, we, you know, we've noticed that our listenership has dropped off a little bit. And uh, for those of you who are stuck with us, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, <laughs> thank sweet you. baby Jesus. You thank you. You guys are the best. Um, but, uh, you know, we, we, we want to keep, keep it fresh. We want to keep it uh, real. And uh, we want to, we want to, hey, the tri-tip's burning. Damn. Um, I'm just kidding. So uh, we want to keep it, uh, you know, fresh and light. Uh, but, you know, this might have a little uh, bit of a political bent to it, but not really. Not really. Unless you're 
Hell living in the politics, living in the late thirties, <laughs> <laughs> like Trump. Oh, sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway. And uh, so anyway, um, uh, AK had brought some uh, information to us about a, a well, former celebrity that used to be in the news all the time, and I hadn't heard her name in a long time. <laughs> but lo and behold, there she was. I saw a picture of her on the news raising her hand so that she could answer a math question. At least that's what Tila I thought it was. Tequila, not a math scholar. What's going on but with that? But a Nazi. <laughs> Say so what? a Vietnamese woman. Is that a thing? Who is kind of... Let's just say loosen the groin. <laughs> I think that's a classic way to put that. That was my college um, band name, loosen the groin. Loosen the loin. Um, she has been on MTV and she's been like some sort of crappy celebrity. She's basically about the same um, genre as Corey Feldman, who... Feldman that we'll also touch down on. Yes, we will touch <laughs> but down these two on idiots, Like I an mean, aircraft carrier. They're just making us laugh. We love them. <laughs> I mean, God bless America. So, so here's... What, what's going on with that? Tila Tequila, tequila te went to a... Uh, Dennis, you're a big DJ in the area. Have you ever had the uh, opportunity to meet and or bang Tila Tequila? <laughs> Negative. Uh, slipped through my fingers. Bummer. So sh this little chick... I get jokes. Is super, she's super Vietnamese. You know, and she went to a white supremacy campaign. Okay, you have to do me a big favor. If any time during the north, ne course of the next twenty years of us doing this show, and you're gonna <laughs> say, and you're gonna say she's super Vietnamese <laughs> as opposed to like just a little bit Vietnamese, just, plain just give me a huge heads yeah. up. Whether she's it's just a, plain Vietnamese, whether it's a wink of the eye or a hey, a, a, a finger gun pointed at you're me, like, so I don't spit the beer out that's in my mouth when you say she's super Vietnamese. Hey, if you don't spit Vietnamese. the beer out of your mouth or nose, then we weren't funny. So, <gasps> oh, so home. Oh, no. <laughs> Edit. <laughs> okay. So anyway, getting back to Tila Tequila, she is a Vietnamese American. I'm guessing she's American. I'd like to see her papers. <laughs> you know, Bertha. Yeah, I've heard her. But she speak and, and two stuff. other people. She seems like one she's of the guys totally... looks like Harry Potter, and the other guy's face is covered by her hand, which is saluting Hitler in the Heil Hitler. What is that thing called? The uh... I don't even yeah. know. Yeah, no, because I'm not racist. That's actually a know. really good question. What is that <laughs> thing what called is, when you do when that? When you do the Heil Hitler, because in my something. experience, the only time I ever ever done that was like ooh, it, ooh, the ooh, very ooh. rare occasion. It's a Nazi salute. The very rare occasion in school when I knew the answer, I'd be like, I'd have the one hand propped underneath my my uh, my bicep, and I'd be like, oh yeah, oh, yeah exactly. oh my god, I can't I believe it, I might so know much. the answer to this question. I know the answer. I'm so Ronald Horshack. Exactly, Horshack. <laughs> Horshack. Um, yeah. So she and two other. White so she dudes. was not answering a math question. No, she wasn't. Because okay. you know what? She doesn't know math except for how big was that penis. <laughs> so now, was this at the? Was this at the? Uh, the big. She knows about ten to girth. ten to fifteen inches, and she knows girth really well. Was this at the big Nazi salute thing that we all saw on the television yeah, the other night with? The, it was on the television. So she was there. Yeah. She was there. She was on it. She was there. And at the end, she How did she get invited? She oh, wait a minute. It's tweeted, Tila Tequila. Tweeted, Never mind. Tweeted, twatted, 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 tweeted. Yep. She did that and she puts herself in this, you know, all right, queen, literally Hitler. It was what she said about herself. All and then right, she queen. said, Sieg Heel, which is some sort of racist Nazi crap. And this chick is a 35 year old little slut. 
who's Vietnamese and why is she doing that? Why? And she got suspended from Twitter for it. Huh. But basically the thing that's so hilarious to me about it is you're this little Asian lady in this group of white men that are, you know, teeny tiny penises. And, and you know she doesn't like that. But so why is she in the number one? Why is she at this campaign? She's obviously not meeting men. I think she, I think she was probably invited. Getting she was paid. Invited. She was getting paid, and so then they paid her a lot of money to do this, which I just think is hilarious. She's an idiot. But bottom line. Well, a second. Poor on... Tilla. Poor Tilla Tequila. <laughs> yeah. Tilla Coca-Cola. So anyway, so then there's also Corey Feldman who married. What's up with that whack job? That's our buddy. That's he, our buddy. That guy rocks. That guy has been guy the backbone and the cornerstone of our entire podcast. Oh god, this he is the new. <laughs> he is the new Michael Jackson. He is the like new whiter, weirder Michael Jackson. Ouch. But he actually has married one of the um, angels. In his band. Entourage. Mm -hmm. And the funny thing that I just read that Dennis and I were just laughing about is that he is not allowing his angels to <laughs> drink eat, alcohol. Eat meat. Eat meat. Or wear jeans. <laughs> that sounds like a horrible proposition for Corey great. Feldman. And his mangel, which is his main angel. His mangel. His mangel is his You know, main Jesus angel. was born in a mangel. I guess Jesus was the original mangel. You know, we're coming into the holiday period right now. Jesus was born in a mangel. I just want to make sure everybody knows that. In his Feld mansion, um, he basically lets he like basically like has been taking in these women that I bet he finds on the streets. <laughs> um, and he brings them into his home and he lets them live there but they have all these like guidelines that they have to live by like all of these weird Christian and they have to work uh, they have to work out and maintain their figure don't drink the Kool-Aid ladies yeah these bitches so, be drinking Corey Feldman <laughs> Kool-Aid <laughs> it's great I love it it could be it could be a different religion though I mean I'm I'm assuming I'm it's just a sticking my religion. neck out there. I mean, his name is Corey Feldman. <laughs> Steer far away. But whatever it is, who cares? Whether it's Catholic Catholicism or uh, Ju Judaism or uh, Scientology. Or actually, just, it uh, says. Actually, it says. Here we go. Wait. It says that generally freaked out about Corbin's health. It seems to be a nightmare convert combination of the neverland ranch the playboy mansion uh, and the scientology God, celebrity geez. center that is true that that's toxic. freaking nailed it nailed it hang on a second <laughs> it was hang on a second a Sci scientology Feld scientology who cares uh what was the other one playboy playboy Fiddles mansion fiddlesticks and neverland neverland ranch, ranch. <laughs> it's all it's, it's the jesus juice it is actually a jesus beautiful juice. compilation of all three of those things uh. it's like a mixture like a beautiful cupcake full well, of well congratulations to him i'm glad he got married i'm glad he married one of his the angels mangel, the mangel uh. in her geneless and we're going to keep updating everyone on Corey Feldman's whereabouts and his marriage tactics and also, you know, his like love of kind of he's like kind of one of those guys that keeps the women in the basement. <laughs> Chained but, up. Yeah, exactly. He's like, and now today you get to eat one hot dog and have my baby. <laughs> and you're like, all right, whatever. Guess I'll take the hot dog. I'm going to throw this piece of bologna at you. If it sticks to your face, I will marry you. Right. My, my mangel. <laughs> the next bologna piece that sticks to your face, that's my baby's mama. All right. That's going to do it for another great edition of the Permanent Vacation Radio Show. Another almost political free version of the uh, Permanent Vacation Radio Show. <laughs> 
on behalf of myself, Mr. D, yo, AK, and AK across the board over there. We want to wish you guys a great week. Get out there if you uh, have a chance to get up here to the be- beautiful Tahoe region. Get out there, enjoy Ski some of the, the beautiful Do snow. It. Get your jib and bonk on, and enjoy your <laughs> own vacation. Don't forget to check us out on permanentvacationradio.com. Also on the Facey Spacey over there at Permanent Vacation Show. You can find us on Instagram at permanent underscore underscore vacation underscore underscore (laughs) show. (laughs) And uh, last but not least, uh, where else are we? We're, we're in Alicia's on... house, which is at. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are at. Uh, we're on uh, the iTunes. You can uh, download us there. You can find us on the Podbean app. And my gosh, we are just everywhere. We so, are. We're gonna start making stickers, and we'll be in a town near you. Yeah, stay right. tuned. We got That's some great right. events coming up, including a fantastic winter beer tasting. So you do not want to miss that. And working on a uh, remote location. And hey, yes. Facebook us if you want to be on the show. Yeah, if you want to yeah. be in the peanut gallery drink beers have nachos <laughs> yeah sounds great sometimes we do pizza yeah come on over to the bunker here we can uh get you guys uh, in the peanut gallery you can hang out watch the show and uh just you know kind of give us your feedback and some, have some chuckleheads in the background and uh, drinking some beers all that good stuff so we'll check you out next week don't know what the program is for next week going forward into some uh, schedule changing but nothing too groundbreaking nothing too uh drastic but we will all check you out on vacation next week. Peace out. Ciao. Wow.